Good morning from Westpac and welcome to another Finance AM podcast. I'm Murray Spicer, Westpac market strategist. In the financial markets on Friday night, uh, we saw the US dollar falling quite sharply and that came in the wake of a mixed US jobs report as well as further speculation that China would relax its COVID policies. The S&P 500 closed up 1.4%, commodity prices rose sharply and uh, short-term bond yields in the US fell slightly. In the currency markets, the US dollar index closed down 1.8% on the day, and that's the largest daily decline since 2020. All of the majors rose against the US. The Aussie dollar rose from 63.50 to 64.83, and the Kiwi rose from 58 to 59.36, so some quite large gains. And the Aussie Kiwi cross, net-net, uh, not too much movement. It round-tripped from 109 to 109.61 and back. In the interest rate markets, uh, the US two-year Treasury yield fell overall from 47 to 4.54% via a brief post-payroll spike to 4.8%. And the 10-year yield, it really uh, fluctuated around 4.16% for little net change on the day. Markets are still pricing um, the next Fed fund rate hike to be worth at least 50 basis points with uh, a decent chance of a 75 as well. And Australian interest rates, they didn't really follow those US moves. Three-year government bond yields rose from 3.39 to 3.43 and the 10-year yield rose from 3.85 to 3.91%. Commodities, uh, they had some pretty decent gains on Friday. Uh, the fall in the US dollar and that uh, China COVID policy speculation, uh, the main drivers apparently. Uh, note though that the um, speculation about the China COVID policy was refuted by some officials over the weekend. Still, uh, for Friday's markets, we saw Brent crude oil jumping 3% to $100. Uh, Copper jumped 7%. That's the largest daily gain for copper since 2009. Uh, Gold rose 3% and iron ore had a fairly big jump up 5.6% to $88. Now, uh, a bit more on the US jobs report, which we had out on Friday night, which is uh, the market highlight. Uh, There are actually two surveys released in the monthly jobs reports. Uh, One's the payrolls report, the other's the household survey. And overall, you'd have to say it was a bit of a mixed bag. Uh, The one the market pays most attention to is the payrolls report, and that was a bit stronger than expected, uh, with slightly higher jobs gain and um, average hourly earnings slightly higher than expected. However, Uh, The household survey showed a slight rise in the unemployment rate, and that was not expected. Uh, We also heard from a couple of Fed members, Collins, who's fairly new on the FOMC, and um, uh, she said that rate hikes are still needed, but smaller increases will often be appropriate. Uh, that pretty much echoes Fed Chair Powell, who, and she also said that uh, the Fed should be focusing on how high rates ultimately settle instead of the pace of these moves. She did, though, add that the risks of over-tightening will rise as it tightens further, and she's looking for evidence of the cumulative effect uh, to guide her policy decisions. Uh, Barkin was a bit more hawkish sounding, saying that the Fed's got uh, quite a bit more work to do and it's conceivable that the funds rate ends up over 5%. Elsewhere, uh, we had uh, jobs data in Canada. It was strong across the board. 
And uh, in the Eurozone, we had uh, services PMIs uh, revised slightly higher than uh, the previous readings. Now, on the day, on Monday, uh, what are we expecting that could be market moving? Not too much in the uh, down-under time zone, but uh, in China, we'll have the monthly trade surplus. Uh, the risks are there that the uh, weakening global economy uh, will chip away at that surplus. And uh, in the Eurozone, we'll have a uh, investor confidence index. But apart from that, there's not too much on the docket um, in Europe or the US for markets to pay heed to. So I'll close it off there. Thank you for listening. I'll be back again same time tomorrow morning.